When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We on the motherfucking, we on the motherfucking, we on the motherfucking Boulet Care Podcast. We on the motherfucking Boulet Care Podcast. Yes, we are. Hey, listen, man. Welcome to uh, another edition of the Bootleg Camp Podcast. We're running it back, man. Big episode today with B.Dot Miller, a close friend of mine. You know, crazy thing about uh, B.Dot, man, is, um, you know, when the blog era was real heavy, uh, him and I kind of connected. And, um, you know, he always was a big supporter of all the content I was putting out when I was doing radio in Vegas. And even when I was doing radio in Boise, Idaho, they was posting my interviews. Like, there's a Freddie Gibbs interview. We on the motherfucking Bootleg Camp Podcast. There's Freddie Gibbs. Uh, there's a Freddie Gibbs interview they posted in like 2009 that I did with him over the phone, you know, at Rap Radar. And they've always supported anything I do. Um, shout out to uh, B-Dot for always being a solid dude. He's a very controversial dude in, in hip hop because he's, you know, he, he's not, he has un- unpopular hip hop opinions. And a lot of times I actually do share a lot of his unpopular hip hop opinions. And furthermore, I appreciate someone who's just likes what they like it isn't afraid to fucking just say say it with their fucking chest so we got b.dot miller from uh, rap radar who's one of the most you know legendary uh, journalists in the last 10 years in hip-hop um this podcast is the year-end wrap-up special you know 2020 was a, a shitty year for the world but a great year for hip-hop and we wrap up the entire year um in this episode we talk about our favorite albums of the year our favorite artists of the year uh, and just everything in, 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 you know, far and in between. Um, super dope episode. One of my favorites we've done so far. B. Miller. Uh, wait, we got to talk about our, our sponsors real quick. 
Shout out to Odd Socks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. They present our podcast. They're great partners. They got great socks. They got the most comfortable socks you could ever place on your fucking feet. All right. And not only that, like just great gifts, you know, treat yourself, get yourself some odd socks, man. And when I say the most comfortable socks, you got to go get those odd socks basics. They're the plain colored odd socks. And they're like fucking walking on clouds, man. Make your feet feel fucking you know, your feet deserve odd socks. That's all I'm going to tell you, all right? And then you could also get some of the licenses, you know? Shit. They got all kinds of fucking licenses, man. Breaking Bad. WWE. Fucking South Park. Iron Mike Tyson. Pimp C. Mac Dre. I mean, we could just keep going on and on. SpongeBob. You know? Oddsocksofficial.com. Keyword. Bootleg Cav at checkout. That will get you 20% off your total order. Oddsocksofficial.com, keyword bootleg cab at checkout, and you're going to get 20% off your order. And while doing that, you're also going to be supporting the Bootleg Cab podcast. So why not? Also head over to vapingcbd.com. That's vapingcbd.com. Keyword bootleg cab, vapingcbd.com. Now they got some great CBD over at Vaping, the best I've ever tried. So, you know, you don't got to be a smoker, a stoner, none of that to enjoy the benefits of CBD and vaping CBD is that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's that premium. It's that creme de la creme. You know what I'm saying? Get some of that lotion, rub it on your achy joints, get you a cartridge to help you go to sleep, you know, get you a battery, get you a little dabber. Look, vapingcbd.com. Keyword bootleg Kev, 20% at checkout. Let's get into this interview. The year end 2020 wrap up episode of the bootleg Kev podcast. Merry Christmas and all that shit. B.Dot Miller from Rap Radar joins us. Let's go. Yo, it's the Bootleg Head Podcast. Uh, we got a special guest, uh, legendary hip-hop journalist, B.Dot. My guy, B.Dot from Rap Radar. What's up, Kev? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. It's, it's crazy because I, I specifically remember this time last year, you and Elliot ran my dude i was playing video games in my man cave watching that drake interview <laughs> and then the griselda interview followed up it was just it was like some of the best it was like a, a historical month because those were two of the best interviews especially that drake interview is like a historical interview and you guys have a lot of those yeah man that was hard to keep a secret you know i had to hold that in for like two weeks and we decided to do it on christmas day because you know it's christmas yeah so it was our gift to y'all, you know, so. It was amazing, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's hard watching those interviews back because then I'm like, damn, I should have asked this question or I should have framed it this way. So I always cringe when I watch the interviews again. But, you know, it seems like everyone enjoyed it. So I feel like I, that always happens when you interview yeah. someone like that. You're always like, shit. I forgot to ask this. And then right. you, you kick yourself all the way back home like, fuck. But, you know, it happens. So, you know, you catch them next time around. What was something you 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 had uh, felt that way about with the Drake interview, like that you would wish you would have asked him? Um, I think I would have asked him more about Nicki Minaj and their relationship. Mm. And I think there was something about Cuddy I wanted to ask him about. But um, that was that was about it. So, you know, we'll catch you next time around. Right. For sure, man. Um, And you guys have been doing a great job throughout the pandemic, like. You know, with the with the you know with the title check ins, and then you have your uh, it's the art art of, what what is it, art of raps or artifacts? What is it? I don't want to fuck <laughs> it up. 
<laughs> no, it's called Artifacts, a play on word of, the word artifacts. Right. So it was just basically kind of like a hip hop show and tell. I had this idea for a long time. I pitched it to MTV. Me and Nick Cannon actually were partners on it. It was wow. another show. It was another name called Junkies. And I just switched the name. And we had pitched it to MTV and Viacom and things were in motion. But you know how that happens. You know, things got DOA'd. And um, I decided to just do it on my own. And so far, so good. I'm enjoying it. All right. So let's get to this list of yours, man. Well, first of all, you got multiple lists. But multiple lists. I have lists on lists. I think I'm gonna put out another one too. My best albums. Today. I was gonna say, yeah. I got mine. I was gonna share with you. So, um, well, well, first of all, this will be probably come out if you're gonna if you're gonna release that today. You yeah, could, we could share it on the podcast. It's gonna come out after. Um, right. let's let's start with the things we, we we strongly agree upon, and that's Freddie Gibbs. Now, you and yeah. I have been a part of the Freddie Gibbs wave for a very long time. The first time I interviewed Fred was in '09. Um, you know, he's he's always been one of my favorite rappers in the world. And, um, you know, obviously he had the ESGN, uh, you know, when he was doing his sports column with you, yeah, with Rap like Radar back in the day. RapRadar.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that it's, you know, finally every everything's kind of coming around for Fred, you know, as far as just peers' respect. And, you know, and, and mind you, I think in 2014, Pinata was a classic. Last year, Bandana was a classic. Um he was my best rapper of last year too. I agree. Um and I always kind of get like, yo man, that he's your boy. So you're I'm like, nah, man, Fred is uh, that guy. So I think I think let's talk about Fred's year, man, because you know, I think Freddie Gibbs, you know, even even going back to last year, um, you know, it'd be hard pressed to find a two album run. I mean, there are those that exist, obviously, but man, that's a hell of a two album run. I agree. Know. I think you have Bandana, like you said last year, and just this one this year is just like Alfredo is incredible. I think Fred is rapping at a really, really high level. It's at the point where when he's rapping, I'm on the edge of my seat just anticipating what he's going to say next, or mm-hmm. how he's going to say it. Like he's at that level now, you know? And so I'm just really happy that he's finally getting the recognition he deserves. I mean, I think the Grammy nominations definitely put the spotlight on him a little bit more. And it's funny because I remember talking to him throughout the year. That's all he kept talking about. Yeah. So y'all want Grammy nomination mm-hmm. like to him the nomination's probably already a win so I'm really happy for him and um, I hope he does take it home yeah it was important to him last year too I think that that was a big a big reason why they did the album with the RCA last year yeah and, absolutely and uh, you know he got snubbed last year so this year it definitely it definitely felt like okay finally I mean yeah in, in general the Grammy nominations this year for best rap album if I had to put money on it yeah m- like my own money yeah, I think Nas probably goes home with the trophy, and yeah, not because it's the better album. Right, I agree. But it's just like Nas. How many times has Nas been nominated and he hasn't gotten a Grammy? I feel like they might. Nas is the fucking Susan Lucci of rap. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps getting nominated for different awards and he just never wins. So I think they'll give it to him this time around. But so, you know, it's either going to be him or Alfredo. I don't think anybody else has a chance. Yeah, surprises happen. I never forget when um. Drake and Justin Bieber were up for Best New Artist and Esmeralda Spalding won. I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I still don't know who that is. <laughs> exactly. So You never know. Yeah, I think even the last year they had a tie, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or was it the year before? It I was don't the top Best rap performance. Yeah, I don't remember. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think I think um, Fred deserves to win it. And I think, I think 
the betting favorite's got to be Nas, though, just because it's like when Leo DiCaprio had all those Oscar nominations right. and they finally gave him one. You know what I'm saying? It's, exactly. um, and then another person who you had high on your list, who I think also doesn't get a lot of re- uh, enough respect. He's he's not he's he's around ten on mine, but your list you had Russ really high, and I think Russ doesn't get enough love. He doesn't get enough respect. I also think you know people just it's kind of popular to just not like Russ to dislike the guy. It's hard being a white rapper these days. <laughs> well, he's also really cocky and like he make you know. I always say like Russ gives out so much free game that artists should like really listen to. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, like I think. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say like that's even even if you take his music and his skill out of it, like he's really dropping like serious gems that any artist should listen to. I agree. I think Russ is nice. If you're a rap fan and you don't like gravitate to Russ's lyrics, like I just can't really respect your opinion. I think a lot of people don't even give him a shot. That's true. To his rhymes, he's spitting his ass off. I think the Chomp EP was a great example of that. And it's also the freestyles that he peppered throughout the year. Uh, specifically the the live from the villa one mm-hmm. and the congrats freestyle. Like, that congrats you, freestyle is crazy. How can you listen to that and not you know give him his props? So I think Russ, you know, he he does a lot of the pop records as well. So I think that gets mitigated, that gets overshadowed by the rap stuff, right? But you know, Russ is incredible. He could really rap his ass off, and he can hang with the best of them. Um, who was somebody who you um you think was like knocking on? your like top 10 that didn't necessarily make oh, it this shit was hard like i was wrestling with this list for at least since like thanksgiving it's rough uh, it is hard and plus i do it for 10 just to you know yeah to focus on that but um someone who i think could, like if you did like 11 like honorable mentions um larry june okay larry june okay been, that larry june project it might make the list hey larry june <laughs> is crazy he put a he put a whole album out with burner too he had a crazy year Larry June, that Keep Going project is fire. Yes. Uh, James, uh, The Price of Tea in China. Boldy James had a crazy year. Uh, Smoke Dizza, his album, fire. Like, there's a lot of rappers that I personally like, but I can't necessarily put them on the best rapper list because I feel like they had the skill, but did they have the presence or did they have, you know, the performance on tracks? I'm just, I'm trying to be objective and also subjective at the same time. So now, um, Somebody who I didn't include in my top 10 list because technically his album came out in January or December of last year. And someone who I consider um, to have the best melodies in all of, all of hip hop is Roddy Rich. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have been, you know, and I, and I, I don't disagree with anybody who thinks Roddy Rich should be on that list. I just kind of I think Roddy Rich is one of the best song makers. Right. Period. I agree. I think Roddy Rich is a better Roddy Rich can rap, you know what I'm saying? I'm no, he can. No, for sure. But I also believe he's like a product of 2019 more so than 2020. And um, uh, His album know. lived a lot this year, man. It did, but it it came out last year. You right, know? right, right, and right. That's, that's just how I base it off. And also, I don't think, when I think of best rappers, like, I don't, for me, I don't put Roddy Rich in that category. He's not a person that comes to mind. He can right. make a great song, but when I'm thinking like the best rappers, it's going to make me go, ooh, nah, it's not necessarily Roddy Rich. Yeah, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of my 10. Please. I got Freddie Gibbs at one. Okay. I got Conway at two. So, so far, we're two for two on our list. All right. I'm with it. Benny at three. Okay. We're three for three. Mozzie at four. Hmm. So, 
Okay. I, 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 we got to start putting some respect on Mozzie's name, man. I like Mozzie. I like Mozzie. He, he put out two great albums this year. I like Mozzie. And he's like, to me, the one guy, obviously he's from Sacramento, but like when it comes to like the West Coast shit, like I feel like he is the guy who everybody respects who you'll meet mm. as as a rapper too. So I got Mozzie high on my list, man. Uh, I'm not mad at that. I got Big Sean at five. I really enjoyed uh, Detroit too. I really enjoyed his presence on a lot of other people's records. Obviously, Faux Things with Gibbs. See, uh, we did. Uh, we have Big Sean both at five. Then do we? Yeah. Okay. I have yeah. Russ at four. I have Big Sean at five. So things are going to get real different then. Here, I got. Um, I got Royce the five nine at six. Okay. And I don't think Royce made your list. Uh, he didn't make. I was thinking about Royce too, but what did it? What prevented Royce from making the list is the fact that he put out. I liked Allegory, but I also think if it wasn't for the Grammys, that album would have been forgotten about. And after Allegory, I don't think he really did anything else throughout the year. He was kind of silent. Yeah, I mean, he was on Sean's album. I mean, he he also yeah. he also. I mean, look, I also go back to the Eminem album. He he gassed the M album. He produced on the M album. Yeah, uh, that's true. I'm gonna go Killer Mike at seven. Run the Jewels four is 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 a uh, an incredible album to me. So I got Killer Mike at seven. I'm at that. I think Ooh La La is one of the best rap songs of the year. Walking on the Snow is the one for me, man. The one with uh, Gangsta Boo on the hook. Um, another artist who's not on your list, I got Busta Rhymes at eight. Really? Yeah, man. I really love ELE too, man. You like that album? I really enjoyed it, bro. I hated that album. felt like homework. When I you was hated there. the album? I hated it. Really? It was one, it was too long. And Busta just to me, it just felt like it was moments where he was spinning. I like the record with him in Rhapsody. But in totality, the record, the album just felt like he was just yelling. And it felt like just, you know, when wow. you're in a club and, you know, when you're trying to enjoy yourself at the club, someone's trying to, try to pick <laughs> yes. you. Yo, not, like, yo, all right. I get to you like, later. Yo, I got to so mixtape this out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Busta album. I'm, I'm probably, I'm a lot higher on the Busta Rhymes album than you are then. I really enjoyed it, man. Um, wow. Okay. I got Russ at nine. Okay. And then I got Lil Baby at 10. Wow. Okay, Lil Baby is an, an artist who I never ever thought would make this list in in mm-hmm. my entire life, based on like it being called the best rappers. <laughs> but man, <laughs> if he didn't have a hell of a year, uh, and you know, it, he also probably gets most improved of the year too, most improved player. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Lil Baby, if this we if we did a hottest MCs list, he'd probably be number one, two, and three. Hottest, yeah, yeah. I think it's like him, Pop Smoke, and uh, and, yeah. and, and and probably Roddy Rich, and that, and 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 then you know you probably fill in the baby and and um, who am I forgetting that would be in that? I think Megan would make that list. If Megan, like maybe Uzi. Uzi. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like that's a hot artist. But, that's um, the hottest list, which we used to get pissed off about when MTV would do, <laughs> but it's a different conversation. Panel. Yeah. Right. I, you was on that panel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And um, I remember voting for Drake and they voted for Kanye, but that was then. That was like four years ago. Yeah. So some of my honorable mentions are um, Boldy James. Okay. Boldy's nice. Yeah. He had a crazy year. Um, I also, of course, uh, West Side Gun. I think we have to just salute his body of work for the year. Pray what, for Paris is in, it, that's 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 on the list. I'll give you. a It's salute. on my that's list too. On the list. Yeah, it's pretty high on my list. Um, also, 
I gotta I gotta show some love to Eminem. I, I actually thought Eminem's album was uh his best album in like ten years. <laughs> I really liked um Recovery. I liked Recovery a lot. Yeah, but Recovery was two thousand and was that that was the one with like um where he was like was walking like, walking down the road and shit. That was like yeah. two thousand ten. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was two thousand and ten, and since yeah. Recovery, really, it's been a whole lot of bullshit. Shout out to Eminem. Shout out to Paul Rosenberg. No, I love Eminem. <laughs> He's one of my favorite rappers ever. And I feel like with, with this album, I finally was like, yes, this is the Eminem album that I, I just wanted him to make. All the features, they didn't yeah. sound forced. It was a step in the right direction. The intro, I remember listening to that. I thought that was crazy. You know, so Eminem, that was definitely, I think, to your point, it was probably his best album in a while. He, he toned down the like, forced ballads with a uh, Skylar Gray and you know Pink and Rihanna and you know whoever the hell he it was just like bro if I when 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 the track listing came out and I saw her name on the track listing I lost my fucking mind I was like guys will someone tell Eminem to stop putting this fucking girl on records <laughs> for oh, man. Too hard. Oh, man. I haven't listened to the uh, the B side that came out uh, at nine o'clock last night, but nonetheless, yeah, I did think you know you got to throw Eminem in the honorable mention, Nas in the honorable mention, Jay Elect in the honorable mention. I uh, hope kind of washed him on that album, but you know, um, you know, shout out to Jay Electronica. But yeah, I think it's, I think how about this for the year? Do you think this was like I feel like this is one of the best years in recent memory as far as like just the quality of music we got? Oh, absolutely! I think there was a lot of great moments, a lot of great music that came out. And a lot of it probably just didn't get the exposure it deserved. But if you were a rap fan, you know where to find the good shit, man. Like there was great music all around the board. For sure. All right. So look, your your albums of the uh, year list, it should be out by now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to put it out maybe like in a few hours. Well, so yeah. So this is going to come out Monday. Okay. So 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 this will already have been out. So let's go over. I'm going to run through my list and you go through your list. I bet. All right. I got Alfredo as number one. Um, I got RTJ four is two. I got pray okay. for Paris at three. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is different. Devon. I got from a king okay. to a God at four. Okay. Burden of proof at five. Um, blast. No love lost. But see, it's blast. He's like R and B though. Yeah. You know what? All right. I'll tell you what. <laughs> He's just one of my favorite albums of the year. So we're talking rap albums. We can, yeah, we, we can move him over. So what was that? That was six. So then I got Detroit two at six. Okay, I got Detroit two at six. <laughs> we, you and I both have the same sentiments about Big Sean. Love that album, man. Love yeah. that fucking album. Um, I got my turn at seven. Me too. So I, since I bumped something out, okay, where are we at? This shit is hard, man. I'm still wrestling with my list, if you want to be honest. I got um, at eight the allegory from Royce. Okay, I really enjoyed that album. Um, at nine, King's Disease. Wow, Nazi. Hmm. You're a Nazi, man. Why you have it? You have a higher. <laughs> Hell yeah, have it way higher. Hey man, I I love the album. Nas is my favorite rapper ever. Right. So like, 
Trust me, like I love Nas. You know what I'm saying? I didn't listen to Jay Z for like 12 months of my childhood because of the beef. Because <laughs> of the beef? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, well, since we kind of bumped some shit out, I think 10, I have some honorable mentions that I have to slide in, but I, I kind of got my honorable mentions um, as uh, Savage Mode 2, Meet, right. the, Meet the Woo 2. And I really, uh, an album that I don't think a lot of people talk about that was really, really solid. I just have as an honorable mention that I think pe- people should at least, you know, tip, t- tip their hat to is uh, Amine's album, Limbo, was really good. Someone else told me about Amine's album. Amine's album is fucking fire, man. Yeah, I had to do a deep dive on Amine. Yeah, but honestly, Amine- like, his album was like, I was driving back from San Diego and I just hit play on that bitch and I was like, damn, this shit is solid. Like, you, no skips. Yeah. Uh, yeah what do you got? I, so, for me, again, this is still tentative. It's written in pencil. Okay, and pencils. Shout out to pencils in 2020. <laughs> so I got number one, Freddie Gibbs Alfredo. Number two, Conway the Machine from King to a God. Three, Stove God Cooks. Ooh. Stove God Cooks, Reasonable Drought. Uh, number four, Benny the Butcher, Burner of Proof. Five, Nas King Disease. Six, Big Sean Detroit 2. Seven, Little Baby My Turn. Uh, eight, Pray for Paris. Now, 9 to 10 is where it's getting kind of hard. For Certainly. Me. It's getting very hard. And right as of right now, it says Larry June, keep going. Number 10, Jack Harlow. That's what they all say. You know what's crazy is I, I wrote this list last night. Mm-hmm. And I thought about this list last week in Cancun. when his, I was in Cancun bumping his album on the beach. Yeah. And you're right about Jack Harlow. I got to, I think, cause you know how I said my 10 spot was kind of a floater. Yeah. Like, I think I might have to slide Jack Harlow into that 10 spot, man. I'm not mad. Like, I didn't know what to think going into it, but I'm listening to it. I'm like, I'm at like third track 13. I'm like, wait, I didn't even skip anything. Like, what the fuck? There's no skips. It's a very easy listen. He's saying some fly shit. He could rap. Great yeah. production. Like, and it feels like DJ Drama and Cannon, like, were involved. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, they let them out, let him out to do what he wanted. Like, I felt like it was really A&R to produce well. I'm not mad at that Jack Harlow album. Yo, like, that Jack Harlow album is solid. It's really good. Yeah, so. man. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think that that might be my, I mean, that might be my 10. Uh, but, but like, I got, I've totally forgot about that album because it j- obviously just came out. So when I put this list in, it didn't just even, came out. yeah, it just came out last it, week. Yeah, it Jack Harlow. I heard it. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like. This guy's—he's—he's he's spitting. So somebody else I'm you mentioned that. that um is 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 from over here, and by over here I mean the West Coast uh, is Larry June, and I feel like it's dope to see. You know, we always hear that uh you know you guys over in New York are a little biased. <laughs> I saw I've heard. Yeah, but uh, but Larry you know, June has has had a hell of a a, a career. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Building up his fan base, and I feel like it's dope to see him get some real respect. Yeah, I've got hit to Larry June this year. And then, like, a lot of people that I respect as far outside of music, mm-hmm. they talk about, like, yo, listen to this Larry June guy. He's talking about finances and, like, real life shit and, like, eating you know, good. leveling up. Yeah. You know, good and organic. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this guy a shot. Right, 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 right. You know, so I'm listening to it. I'm like, yo, this guy is, like, picking up where Jeezy left off as far as thug motivation. Like, mm really inspiring he's motivating he's telling you how to get money and to stop chasing women and things that i think that are really important for you know consumers ears in 2020 so 
when I heard his album uh, with Harry Fraud, uh, uh, Keep Going, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this shit is hard, man. Definitely. Like, Shout out to Larry June, man. Yes. Yeah, hey, so let me ask you this, man. Um, are you did your, your yo, one more thing I got to ask. How did Lil Wayne get on your list this year? You don't think Lil Wayne was spitting? I don't know. I mean, like, he, his timeless feature was solid. You you had it. You you were a lot stronger on that than probably anyone. That time, yo, I heard I was like, yo, Wade is going fucking super saying. I just can't guy. think of the Little Wayne song that I was like. I wouldn't say necessarily is defined by a song per se. I just can't I just, think of the project. I was like, yo, let me go listen to Funeral or let me go listen to fucking No Ceilings Three. I think he was spitting on Funeral. I think he was spitting on No Ceilings 3 as well. And also, like, the, the feature on Jack Harlow. Uh, I think, um, what's the other joint that he did? The Thomas feature. I feel like Wayne could still rap at a high level. I, now, would I say The Funeral was one of the best albums of the year? No. But I just think. I just thought you had him kind of high, man. Kind of high. Might have been number nine. Wayne would have been number 10 if it wasn't for Stove Dog. He should have been like 15. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Wayne would have been really low. Everyone uh, thinks but, I hate Little Wayne already. By the way, I'm a huge Little Wayne well, fan. I'm not biased. I love Little Wayne. Everyone thinks <laughs> I hate him because I, okay. because you know, I, I I'm very critical of Little Wayne because I'm like, okay. it, you know, I think Wayne is incredible, one of the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. Right? I probably don't have him ranked as high as most, but I just feel like after Carter three, he's after really the first no ceilings. Cause it was Carter three. Then the first no ceilings, he's just kind of left me a little empty as a fan where I've just been like wanting more. If that makes sense. You know, Carter four was a little disappointing. It had some great singles. Carter five was a lot, you know, it was just right. a lot. I still can't even think of the Carter five. Like I've listened to it maybe twice through and that's it. But I just, I saw Wayne on your list kind of high and I was like, Hmm, <laughs> It was number nine, you know, and I, I think that was a fair. I feel like it feels like the old man still's got it, you know, like he's still rap. So that's why I had him at that place. Yeah, I think if you're putting Wayne on that list, you got to put M on that list. You think so? I think M's M's album was very listenable, man. I think I think M's like if I did like a top twenty, it'll be a little bit more room. That's fair. So I, I to, It'd be a little a lot more room to not offend people. Exactly, and, Wh- you know. Which rapper got the most offended by your list? It was either Russ and Stove God Cooks. They were offended? They, they, well, no, are you talking about? No, 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 no. I know people hated the fact you oh, put people, Russ on your oh, list. Okay. I'm talking about like, there was a lot of people who were commenting on this shit. Right. Was there someone in particular that kind of caught feelings that you were like, I mean, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't say he caught feelings, but he was bothered by his exclusion or omission, um, which was Ransom. And I was surprised. Yo, another honorable mention. Ransom had a good year. But that's the thing is like, and no disrespect to Ransom, but I just didn't know. And I know a lot of rap mm. fans. I know a lot of people. No one throughout this year had said, yo, you need to check this Ransom project. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of times you got to you gotta look at yourself. Like, yo, am I doing enough to create awareness right, right, around right. my music? And I always say this too. Sometimes it's harder to create the interest than the actual music. So if there's no interest there, who the fuck mm. is going to check for it? And... I'm sure Ransom is spitting his ass off, but it's like, dog, if I'm making the best rap list, right, and my criteria is based on skill, which I'm sure Ransom has. Of course. On a track, and also presence. Mm-hmm. I think lacks a lot in that in that department. So. That's fair. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's funny because I really wasn't hip to the year he was having until I heard like uh, Maul or somebody on the on the Joe Budden podcast say like, "Yo, he might be the MVP of the year." And I was like, "Yo, let me go listen to what he's been doing." And he's definitely had a very productive year. But, yeah, I definitely can see how people who uh, saw that list, the first person that they probably would be like, what the fuck, Russ at four? <laughs> but that's the thing. is like, I'm like, are you listening to what this They're not. They're not. They're and not. Felt, and it, it bugged me out when I went to the clubhouse room and people were debating on the list. And they asked him, like, Russ, like, he's a fucking alien. I'm like, dog, you guys work in the music business. Like, you guys act like you don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's got more plaques than your favorite rapper or whoever you're managing. Like, this guy is super relevant. Like, he's been consistent. He's dropping music. He's been dropping music this whole year. Dude, it's crazy. Like, come on, man. You got to put some respect on Russ's name. And he was about to take Benny on an arena tour. That's what I'm Come on, man. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, what's been your favorite moment of the year, hip hop wise? Because there's been a lot with verses and obviously some certain projects. But you know, I'll give you mine. Mine is I really enjoyed the the, the Gucci Jeezy verses. I thought that that was yeah. that was like crazy. Could, couldn't believe happen. it was happening. <laughs> but what about yours? Um, my favorite rap moment this year, uh, verses definitely is up there. Um, I think uh, what else happened this year? Shit, you put me on the spot, Kev. Now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, shit, before the world went to an end, the Rock Nation brunch, I guess if that counts, that was a... I, I'm not invited to such things, so I, I wouldn't... <laughs> no, it was cool for me because it's like, you know, you've seen... It's like the hip-hop prom, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember Conway was there, and he was dressed up, and Rihanna was there. I was like, yo, I'm going to introduce you to Rihanna. He was like, word. So just like trying to coordinate that together, yeah, that yeah. was hard for me. Um What's another good hip hop moment? Um, I don't. I, I'm drawing a blink right now. This is gonna question that I'm gonna think about after I hang up and, I'm gonna, and be like, "Shit, I forgot." Yeah, for me, it's definitely the verses, and then just like on a personal level, I got to see. Uh, you know, I went to the Griselda shows here in LA right before the pandemic happened, mm. and you know, Conway performing the cow crying and shit while wow. Hova standing on the side of the stage was crazy to witness. Right. That was. I mean, I always love it when he performs that song. So. I miss shows, man. Shit. Remember shows? I know. (laughs) Yo, if you want to go to Atlanta or South Carolina or, you know, wherever down there, all those red states, man, they're still happening. I promise. Did you see the NBA Youngboy show that happened like last week? Yo, what pandemic? They got the cure down there, man. Bro, bro, it's crazy. I'm like, that happened yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) When this shit is over, man, I am not missing out on nothing. I'm going to every listening Every concert, mm. if it happens in a basement, I want in. I'm not Facts. missing anything. Hey, I right? think I think when if South by ever comes back, mm. it's finna go up again like it used to. <laughs> I hope so, man. I feel like everybody wants to experience live events again. So, so someone who neither of us mentioned, who we just talked about, ran like real quick. Who I think a lot of uh, younger people would would take offense to us not saying his name for whatever reason. Um, I don't got him on my list. You don't got him on, but NBA young boy. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's like the best. Like when I think of the best rapper, I don't think NBA young boy comes to mind. I listened to his album. Um, he dropped I like, he, I think he dropped like four projects this year or something, some, yeah. some, some insane amount. I listened to the last one and, um, and he's doing the numbers. He's doing, I don't care about the numbers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that tells a story. I don't think it tells the whole story. Mm. Uh, he he's super popular, like you said on YouTube, and 
but I, I just don't I wasn't blown away by anything that he said. There wasn't nothing that was like, yo, guys, <laughs> wait, let me press the rewind button. I didn't get that from Yeah, I enjoy some of his shit because obviously like I'm a club DJ, so there's certain shit that like I'm like, yo, this shit goes up. But like as far as like this year I haven't heard some NBA young boy shit that like was like Damn, that shit was hard. Like, it's just maybe it's just not for me. Some look, some of this shit I've realized. By the way, I still haven't listened to Uzi's album, so I, I let my son tell me about it. I'm just like, yo, I already, you know, I, I just, I've kind of just, maybe that's just that's bad on my behalf. Like, I probably should tap in with. I've heard a lot of it, you know, that I've like that that I've listened to, but I haven't like sat down and pressed play and just let it ride. And yeah. I know. Like, a, I kind of know what you're getting into when you listen to the Uzi album. Like it's like the thing is Uzi can rap well, but I don't think he showcases it that much on his albums. I've, on the the future project that he did, he had that song called mm-hmm. Lullaby mm-hmm. that I felt like he really went in. Like okay, give me more of this Uzi, but um, he's more like vibes and things like that. But I wouldn't put Uzi on my best rapper list. Nah, I couldn't do that. Real quick, um, it's crazy because. The, the most memorable verses that I can think of this year, when I say verses, I don't mean the battle, but like people's verses. Um, they, they're, they're free. Like to me that the one that now mind you, I, I really have to sit down and think about this, mm-hmm. but I think of Conway fire in the booth. That's, you know what, when you asked me about moment, that's what I wanted to say. Conway's freestyle on Charlie slaw. Wow. Bruh. I watch that once a week. I do too. You know, I also, also watched your joint with Freddie Gibbs when you did last year. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. You know what? You know, funny story about that is Fred came to the studio and was like, uh, like we were doing an interview. And then I was like, yo, you know, you got to rap, right? And he literally right. wrote that shit in like five minutes and then nailed it. Yeah. Like he was like, yo, uh, pick a beat. So we picked the Drake Money in the Grave. And then he was like, just let me, let me chill in here for five minutes and just come up with something. And then he was like, come back in. And then he laid it down. No shit. Yeah. Wow. He didn't come to to the station that day with the expect, expectations to rap. And then he laid down some crazy shit. That's amazing. Fred's a fucking mutant. Like, that's... I thought that was, like, prepared in no. advance. Nah, bro. Yeah, no. Fred's a fucking alien, bro. Wow. And then, but, obviously, uh, you know, he did LA Leakers freestyle last year, which was fucking crazy. He had his I baby on his lap. Yeah. Once a week. Bro. Like, that would be an actual remix with him and uh, Dom Kennedy. Another verse that, like... it. It also is a LA Leakers verse this year. Um, and that's the Simba freestyle, man. Yo, get out of my head, Kev. Yo, I was just about to say, Kev, Simba is going to be a problem. Like, if I had to do an honorable mention, best rap, he's on that list. He's, whoo. Simba is amazing. That freestyle Yo. was fucking crazy. Simba is nice. So many, and just the confidence and the and just the delivery of those lines and that freestyle were so like. I'll, and mind you, I'll, he's a really good friend of mine, like really yeah. good close. Like he was on our show like three years ago. Like to give you some insight, like wow. I've I've been known Simba for a while, and man, his project is you know it's crazy because his project didn't come out the way it was supposed to come out. So like oh, two right. weeks ago, they were playing me some like they, they a lot of the songs were on there right, but like. There's there's a song called Westside Griselda that was supposed to be on the album with him and Jason Cash that because the samples didn't work out. But but yeah, yeah Simba's crazy. He's he's incredible. Like I'm interested to see what he's gonna do in 2021. Like he's the kind of rap I like rappers like that. It's like when you when I listen to them, it makes me want to quit rapping 
and I can't even rap. <laughs> right. Like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> it's like, fuck, let, let me start from scratch. Like, he's he's a rapper's rap. He's dope, man. Like, I want to get more in tune to what he's got going on in 2021. Yeah, he's I think rapper. he's going to have a crazy year. Um, and then and then I think the congrats, Russ Freestyle, was probably uh, up there as well. I think, the, and it's crazy, because those are the three that just come to my head, and 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 I'm not saying that there aren't better verses, but I, it's like all three of those verses are all from freestyles, technically. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the congrats drink from Russ is really dope. Um, I listen to that probably like once a week as well. Um, loved Absol's verse on, on, you didn't put Absol's verse on your, on your features, but I, I, I love That's it. the thing too. I wanted to pick one from each, each album. That's fair. You know, I want to put multiple, but it could have easily went Absol. I went the, with the Crooked Eye because he set the tone. Yes. And I just think Crooked Eye just went ape shit on that, that, uh, on Stockholm Syndrome. Um, but I like Freddie Gibbs, man. Freddie Gibbs, on 100 ounce, 500 ounces, on West Side Guns album was that was the one where he had the line about uh about uh take a load off this low management right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that shit was crazy like Marcy and uh, West Side I love that beat Alchemist is a fucking fool uh he killed that joint I love Conway Conway whatever Conway Conway and Freddie are like Ken and Ryu like I'm on the edge of my seat anytime he's rapping yeah Conway like, is is my um he's my favorite. Um, like when it comes to just like his 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 versatility to be able to like just kill you with some crazy bars, or just give you like the most relatable verse about some crazy traumatic shit. He's right. like, man, I know he's not like the you know the most like yo Benny's the guy right now, right in right, Griselda. Right. But I I think Conway's like, like he's like the people's champ. If he's that right makes there. sense, he's right there. And man, he played me a record, Conway. I'm telling you now on your show, Kev. He's sitting on a hit. He played me um, his entire Shady album, so I might have heard it. Mm, maybe. How, well, how I, long ago did he play for you? A couple, couple weeks ago. Okay, okay. He might be something new, yeah, because he was up here in probably October, September, uh, and he played me like this was before his album dropped, so it was like a, a couple weeks prior. But then he played me his whole fucking the whole Shady Records debut. Uh, yeah, that's the same one I heard. He has a record. I said it on live, so it's not a secret or anything like that. He has a record produced by Hitmaker and um, produ- produced by Hitmaker I heard- with Eflon Dawn. Oh, you know, he played me some other shit that was, um, I want to say Jeremiah was on the hook or something. And he was I like, I, that one too. I heard that. He was like, I don't think I don't think we can get this one cleared, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that's a monster. But this one I'm talking about, I haven't heard. The, I didn't hear the Stefan Don record. But, yo, it's crazy because we did talk about a lot of the records like in because like, we did like an hour long interview. And I, I was just talking about both albums. He had just played me. Neither was out. So yeah, he's got some big features. And, you know, I, I'm excited for him, man. Shout out to Conway. I think Griselda's going to have even I mean, Benny's got two records with Drake tucked like man, I heard those. But I love you know what it is about this year, too. I love what. Benny, the whole Griselda movement, Russ and Freddie have been doing this year. It's like they're stockpiling this ammunition. Mm-hmm. A lot of these rappers took a break this year, man. Yeah. But these guys have been consistently working. And I feel like 2021, once we get through this pandemic, it's going to be a big breakout year for those guys because of the music that they have been putting out. Do you think also like the in this is what I told um, Fred and, and Benny. I was like, you know, what's dope about 2020? Obviously, it sucks. You can't hit the road. But. You know, people are listening to music differently. They're listening to it in their headphones. They're listening to it in their car because they're driving Uber all day. They're mm-hmm. not standing on couches. Yep. You know what I mean? And so I feel like this year was a special moment to like really like 
say something in your music. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like, you know, people feel like rap music only exists in a nightclub or in a lounge. Mm-hmm. You know? Places where I like to, I'm not listening to the turn up drink when I'm cleaning my house or I'm in my car. I just want to listen to some really good rap music with meaningful lyrics or just something entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those guys have been doing that throughout this whole year. So, you know, like you said, people are listening a little bit differently. And I'm not mad at that. Like, let's, let's, let's get back to the lyrics, you know, and um, we can still have fun. We can still sing Throat Baby, but <laughs> shout out to Throat Baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you guys have um like like twenty what's your twenty twenty one looking like right now? Man, I don't fucking know, Kev. <laughs> I mean, I thought twenty twenty was going to be the year, you know. Of course, so, we all did. You no, know, remember how how we thought twenty nineteen was such a shitty year, and everybody was posting the memes about man twenty nineteen get it the fuck up out of here. It was twenty nineteen was fantastic. Dude. I was like, yo, it's going to get great. It's going to be better for twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then March, you know, the world went to shit. So. You know, like I said, you plan and God laughs, but hopefully, you know, 2021, we get the Rap Radar podcast out of our hiatus stage and we will be back with some new interviews and new conversations and um, just new opportunities, you know, talking to artists and, you know, traveling across the country and getting these um, getting these interviews popping. So when you guys because I, I do think um the rap radar podcast as far as just raw interviews right i feel like you guys do the best interviews thank you i appreciate that i I, like i really mean that (laughs) thank you and that's with me having to get through elliot's laugh whenever it happens you know (laughs) shout out to elliot the goat but but i do think like you guys like legit if we're like just pound for pound who's doing like the best interviews i feel like it's you guys especially from like for like a fan like i feel like you guys will ask questions because you're fans and you'll ask those like kind of little like super niche off right. the road questions that only like maybe like a like the core hardcore guys will like tap. That's what I, really what I appreciated about that Drake interview is you guys kind of touched on a lot of shit that like nobody else would have talked about in a Drake interview. Yeah, man. Like, I think that's the thing, too. Like, you can attest to this. You know, at the end of the day, you got to be a fan. Of, yeah. Of, of, and, um, you know, I think that enthusiasm comes up, come, comes across, you know, in our conversation. So. You know, I, I just I love it, man, and I appreciate I appreciate the the kind words because you know we dedicate a lot of man hours into uh, preparing for these interviews and things like that. Right, so, right, yeah, and like you said, I mean, there's and then there's always the people you interview that you're not fans of, which they're always just they're, it's just they're just going to be different conversations. Absolutely, and you know sometimes you become a fan of the person mm-hmm. that you weren't a fan of prior to, so you know it's just humanizing an artist and you know getting to know them a little bit better, so. That's fair, man. Uh, anything, uh, obviously, Rap Radar is still ticking. The blog era is, you know, let me ask you this, because you guys have one of the biggest blogs ever. By the way, shout out to you and, and uh, Amaya and everybody at Rap Radar who always would support anything I was doing. Um, but you guys were one of the gatekeepers, right? Yeah, I for, guess I see that. For like eight or nine years, Yeah, you guys could change someone's career. We had a hand in a few. Shout out to, <laughs> hey, by the way, it's crazy because I just I just tapped in with uh, 360 again recently. Who I know you were, to- you were you were involved. I, I was I remember finding him on on uh, on uh, Rap Radar, yeah. but but yeah. um but but where it, it, like we always hear that the blog era is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I I don't necessarily disagree, but like obviously Rap Radar is still a website. You guys yeah. still post shit, like yeah, it's still around. Shout out to uh. 
Paul, aka the big homie, he kind of keeps us afloat. And you know, as, as far as that goes, it's still. I think that's the beauty of what the website still provides. Is like a lot of these domains have expired or they no longer exist, and the archives are gone. But you know, our website's still up. The archives are still there, so you could kind of go back and you know check a post from two thousand nine or two thousand. It's still there, and um, I feel like that's good. You know, it's not what it once was, but. We still have a presence, and I think that's important. And you guys pivoted, unlike a lot of other people in that space. Yeah, you know, um, I, I realized where the game was kind of going more towards conversations and things. And you know, shout out to uh, uh, Combat Jack, rest in peace, Combat R. Jack, uh, Juan Epstein. They were doing it. And I said, "Tell us, I think we could. I think we could do this too." Mm-hmm. So you know, we just wanted to keep the brand. We could have named it anything. I was like, "Let's just keep it for brand recognition." The Rap Radar Podcast, and then five years later, here we are. What about you? Um, what are what are some um, podcasts that you actually like listen to on a on a on a regular basis? Um, I listen to a little. I try to listen to a little bit of everybody. I listen to yes, yours as well. Shameless plug. Um, I listen to Lip Service, Joe Budden whenever I can. That's just like a fucking movie. Yeah, the Joe Budden shit. It's like, okay, am I going on a road trip? A flight. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe's great for a good road trip. You know, um, I listen to. Uh, I listen to Alec Baldwin. Uh, he has his podcast called Here's the Thing. Okay. So I just try to listen to whenever I can. You know, I, I watch a lot of clips. The clips so. are, are clutch for me. Yeah. Especially for the Joe Budden shit. Because I'm like, oh, cool. I could just hear them talk about this album that came out and see what they think. So right. I don't have to sit through four hours. <laughs> so very. You know, I listen to Charlemagne and. Of course. It's so, you know, my, my taste varies. Yeah. 100%, man. Uh, well, look, I appreciate you for for, for checking in. Um, and, and, and yeah, I was like, yo, I, I gotta, I gotta, we gotta do a year end podcast. And it's like, there's only really one person I want to talk to about, <laughs> about this year. Before I let you go though, I'm curious knowing, uh, the, the narrative about the, 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 the East coast bias. Of, what does that mean? I don't know, but this is what I'm asking you, right? Can uh, we, can you kind of give me, uh, you know, maybe four or five artists. Now we already talked about Larry June. So that's one. Right. From this side, from the West Coast, from the state of California, it could be L.A., the Bay, wherever, who are are really on your radar, so to speak, yeah, that, that you're I mean, fucking I, with. L.A., I mean, that what I say L.A., the West Coast got some really good talent. I mean, outside of the TDE camp, you know, that's off bat. Of course, of course. But I do like, you know, Reason. He could spit his ass off. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Larry June. Definitely a tap with Mozzie. Um, who else am I uh, fucking with? I feel like I'm missing some folks. I know I am, but I'm going to kick myself afterwards. Hey, D Smoke's project was solid too, man. I mean, he got oh, no money for a Grammy. D Smoke, he gets busy as well. Um, but those run, those are the ones right now that stick out in my mind a lot. Simba. We talked about Simba. He's from the Bay. Simba. I think he's holding it down, man. Like, he has potential to really be something, you know, going to 2021. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I got to put you on to some LA guys. Please. Uh, there's a, there's a, a dude named Nana. From out here, Nana, he's fire. N A N A. Yes. If you just go on YouTube, type in. He's got a song with Reason. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. There's mm-hmm. another dude named Katori Walker. That's True. super dope. He put a project out called Idols this year. Um, write this down. And then uh, I think this coming year you'll really um, definitely you know Jason Cash will be a factor out of L A. He's a mm-hmm. uh, that he's he's signed with Dallas and 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 he's you know him and Simba are real close. 
So, but yeah, Katori Walker, Nana, um, those would be the two, the two or three Jason Cash. But but check out the Nana project. That shit is special. I'm definitely going to be tapped in. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. All good. That. Thank you for your time, bro. And and uh, I, I look forward to seeing you break the internet again with this albums list. <laughs> Trust me, I think they're going to hate. They're going to fry me to the stake, man. So, no, I think we had a solid list. And I'm, I'm glad you're high, as high on Big Sean as I was, too. Big Sean is actually, Big Sean actually hit me about the list, too. He was like, number five. Every time I read Big Sean's messages, I hear his right. voice in my head. So he's like, number five. What about this versus? I'm like, sure, you nice, dog. So Detroit Two is crazy. I think it's his best project too. I think it's. I. I think. I think. I actually think it's better than the first Detroit. And I always kind of had that as his. It was like that or Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah, you know, Big Sean's nice, man. <laughs> like he's got. You got to put some respect on Big Sean. Yeah, man. listen, I always say when we when we talk about the you know there's the Mount Rushmore and it's always Drake, Cole, Kendrick, and then. I guess you probably would put Travis up there for the last three or four years. Travis, that's a conversation, man. Right, and if uh, we're and, and and that's excluding the like Kanye and Hoves. I right, think right. Sean is like the 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 leader of that next tier, right? Here's a here's a hot take. I feel like if Big I'm not Big Sean, if Travis Scott had uh, if he was a lyrically more inclined rapper, mm-hmm. a la Drake Kendrick Coles, he would be at that table. But as far as his notoriety and celebrity and artistry, he's, I would definitely say he's there as well. I feel like he's the only person that I've thought had more, you know, peak Kanye was like the coolest dude in the world. Like everyone dressed like Kanye. I feel like Travis Scott, for lack of better terms, first of all, he makes great music. Yeah, like, like you said, like, like, like lyrically, there's better rappers for sure. Right. Right. But he makes amazing music. Um, and I'm not sure anyone's ever had the kids in his back pocket like he has ever in hip hop. Travis is he's a fucking cash cow. He's different right now. Like he's got the ear of the 18 to 25 year old. That's a fact. So. Hey, hey, the last thing we're going to leave with. I had I had an argument uh, uh, maybe two days ago with, with somebody. I just need you to uh, let me know if you agree or disagree. I said to somebody that mm-hmm. nobody in the history of hip hop was ever bigger at their peak. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about over their span of their career or 10-year run. I'm talking about peak Okay. than 50 Cent and Snoop Dogg. I think I agree with that. Because before you even said that, I was thinking of the artist in my head. I was like, you better say 50 Cent. Yeah. 50 it's 50 Cent. and Snoop. Doggy style era Snoop. That like whatever year and a half when, when he had this murder charge. And then 50 Cent for... It, we haven't seen anything agree. like that at, at as far as peak. Peak, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a fact. Well, I, I, it's beautiful. Hey, man, me and you are like fucking. We're, you know, we <laughs> our lists are definitely. You know, there's a few disconnects, but I think we're pretty. Well, yeah. We're pretty fucking spot on with a lot of opinions here. Nah, it's true. I think if you're a rap fan, it was when Fifty Cent peak, like 2003. Oh my gosh! Like, oh my god! Like, is, what the fuck? He was Thanos at that time, man. Yo, it's crazy. Yo, and people people might be too young for Snoop Dogg, but when Snoop Doggy style, 1993, like, come on, man. You just had to be there. You had to be there. And I was there, but I was like seven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I remember it. Yeah. I remember it too. Yo, B-Dot, thank you for checking in, man. I uh, appreciate your time and uh, and look forward to what you guys got coming for the new year, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate yes, sir. it.
You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 